Hello. There's so much background noise, I feel like. Really? <clears throat> that it's just just turn that heater off then. Then you'll be cold. Well, I got a blanket and No, the you're more important than, okay. than silence. Trust me, because <laughs> if I wanted silence more, you wouldn't be here. Aww. Hey. This sounds like, like you're going to off me. No, I am saying that it's fine. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> this is a, I feel like this is a very weird start to the episode. Well. What? I don't really know people expect anything but weird from us. Will so. you do me a favor and buy me new headphones soon? Okay. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Because I won't buy them. I was going to say, you you know you're a big boy. You can do it yourself. Yeah, but I just won't do it. I'll spend my money on other things. But every time... At the same exact store that has headphones. Yes. Or on Amazon that has headphones. I'll think about Amazon. J just make an extra stop. I guess. I'll, I'll think about it. But these just cut in and out because your children always take whatever headphones I use, use them, break them, and sneak them back in the bedroom. Well... Yeah. You're probably helping them do it, too. I usually say, just put them back where you got them. Stop doing that. <laughs> you also break things and lose things of mine. I have to hide... Where's my car key, Jake? I either have to... That, I don't think, was me. Oh, you did think it was you until now we're, we're going before other people. I think it's in your car. Okay. I don't know why it's in my car. Do I have to buy uh, strange iPhone charging cables... All the time? No. Yes, because no. if no, 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 because if I do not buy specific chargers you, that are different than yours, you will take mine to no. work. No, I I've promise you, you. I've seen you. The do last it. charger I had, you took. Yes, you did. You're a complete pile of garbage. Okay. When you know did what, that happen? You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. No. When did that happen? No, you're right. I'm sorry. This is that. I don't like that. What? I don't like You're when you do right. that. No, I don't like when you do Why? that. Why? Because. I just wanted to let you know that you're right. No, because I'm. you're saying it and you're not meaning it, which makes you a liar. It makes you a liar. And if, if you'd lie about this, why wouldn't you lie about an iPhone charger? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's oh, just, I Lord. feel it. People don't even know what they're <clears throat> listening to right now. Oh, they know. <laughs> you know, they know. What are they listening to? Just a couple of people just sitting in a bedroom arguing over things. That's a. Would it be funny if that's literally the only thing that this podcast was? Was just us. Every time we wanted to argue, we'd be like, "Hold on a second, and then we just. I sat think down. people would enjoy that, considering one of the most favorite episodes was our big fight. Well, I mean, maybe <laughs> let's just want to bring it back. Yeah. I feel like you're getting frisky. <laughs> I feel like you have been since last night. I was since a little bit of a jerk to you on oh. my way home from the show. I actually I forgot until just great. now. <laughs> I think you forgot, but subconsciously you remember. No. I think you're like you're I didn't get it out. It today. I didn't get it out. So. So like it's still going. Yeah. On. Like you're still. Or maybe being a it's little... the fact that every time I try to go to sleep, you're like, "All right, we just don't hang out," but. So I'm like Bull sleepy. <laughs> that is such a lie. I said that one time and told you to go to sleep. I'm mm -hmm. tired. I was like, all right, go to sleep. And then you're like, what? I was like, nothing. It's just that we're on opposite schedules right now. So it sucks that you have five days off in a row and I still six. don't feel like we're hanging. Oh, six. <laughs> throw the extra one right in my face. Hop, hop on my schedule. I can't. 
What? How, okay, you want me to fall asleep at midnight driving home? No. Then how can I get on your schedule, lovely? You just fall asleep as soon as you get home, and then you wake up when I wake up. Okay, so that means I'll get f- maybe three hours of sleep? No. Today, I slept until nine today. I didn't get home until, mm-hmm. like, 2.30. Okay, so if you would have went right to sleep, you would have been fine. You would have... I was awake when you got home. I don't know what to tell you, Chief. I'm just saying. I feel like you're trying to fight. <laughs> I think that's what you're doing. I you're don't think we've had fight. a really good fight in a long time, so we'll probably do for one anyway. That's dumb. <laughs> I don't think. Well, who's making that rule? Hold on, let me check the calendar. I who's, think it's coming up. <laughs> who's making the rule? I did. Why? Because I won. Why do you want to fight? Why do you? Why are you pushing for an I need, argument? I need a victory. You won me. <laughs> Look well, what you get. Oh. You won at life. That's my it, prize. You don't sound excited <laughs> about it. I'm thrilled. You, you're, you're. I'm ecstatic. No, it's not thrilled as much as like thriller. <laughs> you know, not, not the music video. Not the, no, not the song. Not the song. Hey guys, welcome to an episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with your host, the arguing, 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 argue me, you argue me, you argue me is what I was trying to say. The 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 fast the fast couple known as the El Rubels. El Rubels. I think we have to change our last name. We know how to change our last name. I think we're gonna have to change our last name. No. I don't. I don't know if you know. Like I. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Russia's not very popular right now. Yeah, well, I don't think our name is any value to that, considering the ruble is pretty much worthless. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm so sorry that so. you married a worthless piece of garbage. You're like, oh, my last name's ruble, like money, and I'm like, ooh, like cash, this is cool. And I get married, and you're like, yeah, rubles are worthless <laughs> basically if we had to change our last name to like another money what would you change it to hmm i don't know any other currency other than us yeah yeah maybe euro but i think that's the same as a dollar jake euro jake euro <laughs> i sound like a sandwich you would get at like a an off-brand king is a yen is a yen something yen? yeah yeah but i think that yeah. is uh cultural appropriation Oh, that would be. Yen? Well, how do you know? How do I know what? Is it, what is it? Is it Japanese? I don't know. Oh, man, now we gotta the look yen? this up. I feel like the yen is... I don't know. I know it's Asian, but that makes me sound know. racist. No, it doesn't. It's Japanese. That's what I said. Japanese. Oh, we really don't want to be a yen. We don't? How much what's that? Point zero zero eight seven of a dollar. What's the De, De Niro? Because, see, I would get down on that. How do you I'd know that's not the, cultural appropriation? Because Robert's cool. And I think that he would be okay with us sharing the last name. I feel like he could be like a really hip grandfather to me. You know? I feel like he'd be a fun grandpa. I, that's not even anything anymore. It was a Spanish Christian currency. See? The, see? So, we should, so we're allowed to use that without it being anything. If it's if it's if it's just made up now, then why can't we use it? I mean, I guess. All right, we're the De Niro's. So a ruble is worth more than a yen, because a ruble is point zero one two of a dollar. So it's almost a whole penny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like half a cent. 
So. so. All right. Well, I'm just saying that in my mind. I know. In the ears. It's, it's a little bit more than a penny. Sorry. My math is bad. Uh, anyway. Well, I'm not going to be good then. That math. If you're not doing it, I'm not doing it. Listen, I'm just saying that Jacob De Niro sounds pretty dope. Yeah. That sounds pretty dope. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, am I boring you already? No, you're not boring me. Why are you always yawning into the microphone? Um, you're you're subconsciously telling the audience to be bored. No, I'm not. Yeah, and you're not. What are you, what are you doing over there? I'm not looking at other currency well, to see because you were all like, "What what could our last name be?" Yeah, but you're not like you're not like a quick searcher. No. So then I have to fill time, and it just makes me sound like a buffoon. Is that? And you're also very good about not replying to me <laughs> vocally. You just I'd do make faces. A face. <laughs> like we've been doing this for two years. Two years now we've been doing this podcast. Just you know, come if, on. If there's a little bit of silence when Jake says something, just come up with some snarky face and that's what I'm doing. Snarky's one way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. There's another word I would have used. Just start with a B. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Laugh and Be Blessed. <laughs> like, I feel like if you say be blessed like that, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You blessed one. <laughs> Won't you stop being such a blessed one? Oh, man. Oh Listen, I've been having some fun the last few days, but I had a little bit of a little, little, little hardness. Did you have a little that hardness? That was weird. <laughs> maybe don't say it like that. Maybe don't, maybe don't say it like I mean, that. When it's the truth, it's yeah. the truth. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, so the last show, uh, I, d- I had a show at Zany's in Nashville. Yeah, you did. I did a TV taping for the uh, Grand Ole Opry's TV sh- network, mm-hmm. um, the Circle Network, and I was not stoked with my performance, mm. which everybody told me I was wrong. But yeah. the thing in comedy is that you're your own worst critic. Yeah. And it makes it very hard sometimes because whenever I feel like whenever you get something like that great, mm-hmm. like what an honor it is to be on on that show with some amazing comedians, my favorite club in the entire country. I love the place. So much fun. And just like, you know, I feel like I let myself down. I felt like I could have been funnier. But I did some, I did material I've been doing for a while because in my mind I was thinking like, oh well this is TV, this is like I need to bring my A game, I got to do my best material, mm-hmm. and I think that it, I felt like it fell a little flat because it's material I've been doing for a while. I think I should have went fresh. But then again, what if I would have went fresh and it was too new and it would have been oh, weird? Yeah. You know and what then I mean? You would have heard like crickets. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, because people definitely laughed. But it was yeah. like a weird. Again, it was just a weird thing. Uh, walking off the stage and feeling like, man, I think I could have. I think I could have done better. But AJ crushed it. AJ did fantastic. He did so amazing. Very proud of him. Um, like big things are definitely coming his way yeah. from it. So that that was great. And I mean, I stayed and hung out. I was at the club till three o'clock in the morning. Like mm-hmm. me and AJ were the last comedians that were there. I was asleep. Um, so you were, yeah, you were asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we had fun. Like just uh, the the club owner loves the Grateful Dead. Yes. So that me and him just had a great time talking about the Grateful Dead. I mean, and this guy's got so much knowledge on the dead. Like it is wild. He's explaining like. A song would come on because we were listening. Everybody was gone except for like some of the staff and just a few people. Um, and 
it was, again, like mostly just like me and AJ were the only two comedians there. Brad Sativa was there for a little bit, too. But just listen to The Grateful Dead, and like a song would come on, and he would just be like, hey, man, uh, do you know what this song is about? And I'm like, no. And he's like, all right, well, this lyric is actually about like whenever Pigpen and Janis Joplin were together. And like mm -hmm. he's like telling, breaking down every I had no idea. I was like, dude, this is amazing. So. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about going to a Dead and Company concert yeah, together. Yeah, so that'd be amazing. I'm sure he was just uh, drunk and like will no. never remember me. Whatever. <laughs> so, but He'll it was remember. Super, You're hard to forget, yeah. trust me. <laughs> yeah, you've been trying. <laughs> it was a great night. It was so much fun. We had a really good time. And then, and then we came home and had like one day at home. Mm -hmm. And then Friday drove up to Springfield, Michigan to a show. And this is a podcast where I feel like the best thing for me to always do is be 100% clear and honest at all times. And that was probably the worst show I've ever oh, gosh. been in. Oh, my gosh. Are you sure? Oh, it was horrible. Worse than Sagatuck? That I would have done Sagatuck for free before I would do really? this show again. Wow. This was horrible. Sagatuck, they laughed at my jokes. Yeah. It was just a weird feeling. So AJ came with me. Uh, he ended up hosting the show for us because a lot of times with these one night shows, they're just like in a bar or something like that. It's not in a comedy club. It's just like a a bar show or something. And uh, and the feature a lot of times is the one who does who hosts or just like whoever runs the bar will go up and just introduce the comics. Yeah. So if I bring a friend with me, sometimes I can get them some stage time. Yeah. Well, AJ's here. And he was like, yeah, dude, I'll go with you. He's like, you think you can get me on the show? And I was like, probably. So he hosted, and he did 10 minutes up front. I was doing 20 minutes, and then the headliner was going to do, like, 40, 45, whatever. Uh, AJ went up, and I'm saying, like, crickets the mm -hmm. whole time he was up. He got, like, a couple of laughs, but he got more of, like, groans than anything. And I was like, whoa, if AJ's getting groans, I'm about to eat crap yeah. in front of all of the like this is going to be so bad and sure enough 20 minutes like typically by the time I get off the stage I'm looking at my watch and I'm like dang dude my time's up like I, I, I you know I, I'm just getting going mm -hmm. nope I didn't care if I was in the middle of a joke. I looked down. It was 20 minutes. Thank you very much. My name is Jeff. Oh, I was done. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I was like, there is no way. I do not want to be up here for another minute. They were just not laughing at anything at all. Mm -hmm. And it was, I don't think it was us. Like, I, I never blame a, a room. I really don't. Yeah. But, like, even the headliner was struggling. Like, no, they just, but then I talked on the way home. I, uh, anytime that I have, I need some like advice or anything like that. I got a guy that I specifically go to. It's kind of like my comedy dad, but more like, you know, comedy deadbeat dad. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, it's, it's Donnie Baker. Uh, well, Ron Sexton. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ron. And, um, you know, I was on, on I, I left the show. I was feeling so just like, cause I had already felt like in my head about the TV taping. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go crush this thing, prove to myself how funny I am, and just just move forward. Right. Even though I didn't screw up the TV taping. It yeah. was just, I don't think I did as good as I could have. So I'm on the way, I, I walk out of the club, or the bar, and I, I text Ron and was just like, hey man, if you got a couple minutes, this is what's going on. Like, I just want to let you know, like, kind of going through a hard time. 
So about an hour later, I'm on my way home. And that was another thing. I drove four and a half hours to do that. Yeah. Four and a half hours there, four and a half hours back. No hotel. Just... Oh, that's why I love this whole thing. Like, listen, I get it. We make jokes about Chia paying all the bills and me not having a job. Yeah. It's a big part of my set. It's funny. Ha ha. But it does frustrate me whenever people are like, oh, must be great to not have a job. I'm like, dude, no, you, you don't realize yeah, how much like, you actually work. Yeah, like th- that's like, even that, even on those nights, like I drove four and a half hours to do 20 minutes of comedy to a room that did not care about me. Yeah. And I turned around and drove four and a half hours right back home. Yeah. For very little money. Yeah. But it's one of those deals to where like Gas I, I and dinner. Yeah, it's much. like I have I had to do it because of the the agency that I'm working for. It it was just like a weird thing. Like I'm in this weird limbo where some of my gigs that I'm getting are fantastic and I make decent money. Yeah. And then other ones that I'm still doing with other places are like a little bit lower and it's just like this weird balance. But whatever, we're figuring it out. I'm super blessed. Yeah. I'm doing my f- the best job in the world. I love doing it. It's just like sometimes whenever people are like, "Man, you know, I could I could do that," or they just say specific things to me that's almost like think before you speak. Yeah. Just just think about what you're saying before you say it. But uh, so like on the way back, uh, Ron called me up. Said exactly what I needed to hear. Super nice. Talked to me for a little bit. Um, was basically just like, dude, you're funny. I've seen you a million times. You always kill the room. Don't worry about it. You're super funny. Um, you know, th- th- he's like, number one, he was like, these things happen. And number two, they don't laugh up north. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh. So I was like, I don't know about that. But um, but then last night, uh, I had a show in st- at the Story Inn in mm-hmm. Story, Indiana, which is, out, uh, which is in Brown County. And I've heard great things about this show. I went uh, last night. AJ did a guest spot for me. Um, I was just featuring there. But, oh, my gosh, did we crush it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There was, like, uh, I think, like, uh, 75 to 90 people that was there. Not a huge show. But it's, like, it's a really cool room. It's an old sawmill Mm -hmm. that looks like it it almost looks like like an old church. Like the it's it's like long with all the tables or the chairs set up, and then you have like the stage in the front of it. Um, it was perfect. I mean, it was so good. Like, I did a bunch of new stuff, and it just crushed. I felt so good. I was in the zone. I was having so much fun. AJ did amazing, and like we left that show being like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, we like Th- this. Things are good. Yeah. So that's, you know, so again, this show is just about me being 100% honest with everything. So those were super fun. Um, even the bad shows are good. Yeah. You know, like, that's the thing is, like, I had a good show at Zany's, and then I had a horrible show, and then I had a great show. It's just like an ebb and flow. Like, these things just happen. But it just lets me know, even the bad shows, like, whenever we were driving back from Michigan... You know, I just, I told AJ, I was like, dude, that was the worst show I've ever had. And he was like, dude, that was bad. I said, but I will do that every single weekend before I go back to mowing grass. <laughs> like, I would much rather just do that. Like, I'm much happier just doing this. Yeah. So, um, but hey, if you want to see me go do something like that, <laughs> um, come be a good audience. And I'm not saying they were a bad audience. I'm just saying... They could have been better. <laughs> but this weekend, um, which is March 4th and 5th, I am in Huntsville, Alabama with 
my best friend AJ Wilkerson and the commander himself, Jason Muse. Nice. Um, I'm so excited about the opportunities that Jason is opening up for us. Uh, he's been super awesome. He is just such a pleasure to work with. Uh, his whole family's great. He's wonderful. His wife is wonderful. I'm so happy that they have kind of like pulled me into the fold and I'm now working with them. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I, you know, this is one of my favorite parts of my job. Yeah. Like whenever I'm in the bedroom and like me and AJ are in here talking to Jay and like the phone is on uh, speakerphone because we're both like pitching him ideas and just talking about yeah. like stuff coming up. And then you walk in the room, mm-hmm. and you hear. Uh, yeah, you it's hear wild. Him I'm like, us. oh yeah. my god. Yeah, you're just, just your face just lights. Just sitting up. in my bedroom, my husband's talking with with I guess, I guess he's kind of your boss now in some aspects. Sure. You work yeah. for him I on mean, the road. Yeah, yeah. And it's Jason Muse, and I'm just like. Yeah. Holy cow. The what on, in the world? The, the look on your face every time makes it worth it. <laughs> really? To where I'm just like, I will I will bomb every it's show. Just, it's just wild to yeah. me. Yeah. It is to me, too. Like, whenever we were talking to him the other day, uh, we went over some stuff, and then he, he was jumping off the phone, and he was like, all right, thank you so much, boys. And then got off the phone, and, like, me and AJ just looked at each other and giggled, and we are like, we're his boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it is rad. Like, yeah. and I here's the thing too. It's like I want to never stop feeling like this about this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's this is all still pretty new to me. Like, hanging with some pretty cool people, and 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 I'm I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. This is the best job in the world. So thank mm-hmm. you for everybody that listens to this podcast and shows up to the shows to like legit make just a little boy's dream come true. Yeah. Thank you so much because I never want to stop feeling it's, like this. It's so weird. Like. So here flipping through whatever million streaming services we have yeah and like we're flipping through movies and trying to figure out what we were going to watch and one of the movies that we seen like in the lineup was jane silent bob reboot and it's just weird because i'm like my husband was literally just talking to that (laughs) guy yeah it's pretty dope so uh March fourth and fifth. If you want to come see why he means so much to me, you should. If you're anywhere near Huntsville, Alabama, stand up live. March fourth and fifth. Come see me, AJ Wilkerson, and Jason Muse live. It is going to be so much fun. And then uh, let's see. Let's go with. I got some scheduled time off, which is going to be nice. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff I got to finish. But uh, March 27th, I'm going to be in Kentucky at the Bardstown with A.J. Wilkerson. We will be doing our two-man show, so please come out, support that. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. So it's going to be rad. And then uh, March 31st through April 2nd, I will be at the Blue Room in Springfield, Missouri. Mm. Let's have a better Springfield this time, shall yeah. we? <laughs> uh, but I'm going to be with one of my favorite comedians who has ever lived. I am very, very blessed to call him a friend, Dusty Slay. Nice. So yes. funny. So funny. If you don't know who Dusty Slay is, what's wrong with you? Go on Netflix right now and watch him. Mm. He is going to hurt you with laughter and joy. <laughs> he's so funny. I love this guy so much. And he's exactly what you want a person to be. Yeah. He's just down to earth. He's very real. He's very nice. He's very humble. Great guy. I love it. So the Blue Room, uh, March 31st through April 2nd with Dusty Slay, Springfield, Missouri. 
that's gonna be fun and then uh in april i'm gonna be around you know i got some stuff in pennsylvania got some stuff in new york I'm going to the bronx to do a show that's gonna mm-hmm. be neat um get around. around i'm gonna be around being getting l- around it's gonna be like high school again well, it's not gonna be like high school. It's not gonna be like high school because I'm gonna go. Oh, you're so, gonna go. Yeah, so it's not gonna be like high school. So uh, yeah, let's thank you, thank you guys uh, for being at the shows. So thank you. Uh, and uh, you know, if you were at a show and you're listening to, this, if you were at a show and you didn't laugh, and now you're listening to this and you'd be like, oh man, maybe I should have left. Maybe just laugh at the next guy. Yeah. Because you don't know how many times. And it's always somebody sitting in the front row. Yeah. Where does someone sit in the front row I, and they don't laugh the whole show? They don't. They I've don't even. I noticed that too. Yeah, it's like they don't even seem like they're having fun. There was a guy at the TV taping that was in the second row, sitting with his arms crossed the whole time, <laughs> and I called him out yeah. on TV. I don't even care. <laughs> but like, there's always somebody that's just sitting there, I, just staring at you. When I go to shows, I notice that too. I'm like. Because I'll watch and I'll see who's laughing at you and the other comedians yeah. and stuff. And I'll just stare at that person and think, well, Why are you here? Why don't you get up and leave if you you're know what's that crazy? unhappy? But you know what's crazy? Huh. They are the ones who always come up to me after a show and are the nicest people to me. Really? They shake my hands. Oh, I had so much fun. Thank you so much. You're so funny. I'm like, you should have told your face. <laughs> like, you should have just told Maybe your face. Maybe some people just don't express themselves that, I mean, like that is do. That is 100% what it is. But these are people who love comedy but just don't really know what they're doing. What are you looking at? Hold did on. You, did you find something? I that, think that you, you did something you weren't supposed to do. I did something? No, it's fine. What'd I do? I thought you washed something that can't be put in the washer. Oh. But it's cool. What can't be put in the washer? Just something. Okay, jeez. So, anyways, um, yeah, come see me at a show. Uh, Chia, have you still been reading? Yes, I've been reading. Yeah, I <laughs> suck. Let's do Let's do your list. What are you at? Okay, we'll do the thing. Here's what we're reading. Okay, so since since our last podcast, okay, since the last time that we recorded, uh, guess how many books I've read. Zero. No, since the last podcast. So this is since last Sunday. Yeah. And remember, I was on the road. Okay. And I believe that last time, uh, last time I was at nine books. Okay. I was at nine. My goal is so. 40, which means that I was still like three books ahead at okay. the time. So since then, guess how many more books I've read? Okay, three. Three? Yeah. Try seven. No, you didn't. I read seven books since last Sunday. I finished the ones I was reading and read a couple of extra ones. Seven. And I didn't tell you until this moment. Are you serious? Not even a little. Not even one book. I read okay. nothing. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I was getting mad because I was like, she so read 16. <laughs> I was so upset. I literally oh read God. nothing. I, like, I took... So you're still at nine. <laughs> like, I took my books with me and everything, and I was like, I'm going to get some reading done. How am I going to get reading done? I don't know. No, I'm not gonna. When you're in the bathroom, listening to an audiobook when you're in the shower. I'm with AJ at all those places. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like I, don't I be listen rude. to an audiobook in the shower. 
Yeah? Yeah. That's <laughs> so, a good idea. I watch YouTube videos in the shower. So. I mean, sometimes I watch, like, Netflix and stuff. Sometimes I watch Supernatural. We are so... <laughs> we're so... Like, the, if we... Like, I hope our country doesn't go to war, but I kind of feel like we deserve... Me and you deserve it. Why? We need to be taken down a peg or two. We're talking about taking showers with our, with our TV shows, and we're talking about, like... I'll just change it to taking a bath with a book, so I don't know what... <laughs> Nothing like, will change for me. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, the idea, <laughs> this is bad, but the idea of taking a shower without something to entertain me for that 15. Sometimes I'm in the shower too long because I'm watching TV and the water's really hot. Yeah. But I need some kind of entertainment. I need yeah. a book, music, TV. That's why boys are better at showers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, we got something to play with. <laughs> That's why most boys have bath toys. I knew, you know what I mean? I knew I was wrong in my wording the minute I said entertainment. And you looked at me, I was like, Jesus. But I thought maybe, oh, I hope he doesn't watch. <laughs> I thought maybe... He'll be mature enough not to go there. No. no. Like, I feel like the this show's been going on for two years. We've been very careful. We've had some slip-ups. The longer this show goes, <laughs> the more we're going to be 100% ourselves on here. I try to rein in a little Speaking bit. Speaking of which, Stephen texted me while he was listening to last week's podcast, yeah. and he goes, what did Chia say that you had to edit out? <laughs> I told him. I don't even remember now. You don't? Text me. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. So, while you text me what I said. Um, so, you're at nine books. That's great. That's wonderful. I'm so proud of you. Um, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> he laughed really hard. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not forget. It was very funny. He called you? He texted me. Oh. He was like, I have to know what she say. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. Speaking of which, I hope you're having a great night at work, Stephen. You're wonderful. Yeah, I think that's when he listens to this. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he listens to this in the shower. Well, he won't. While he's being entertained. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's like, say it again, Jake. Stop! Listen, will you just say what okay. you're reading? How many books do you think I've read? You have read 15. Yes, I have read 15 books. Dude, for real? Yeah. 100% I already told guess you that. that. No, I, okay. like, oh, I listen? Okay. <laughs> Our marriage so, would be way better. <laughs> uh, so one of the books was my one of my romance books of by course. Lexi Ryan. Yeah, which does keep our relationship very entertaining. <laughs> And then I finished the Shadow Children series. Uh, the last book was Among the Free. Mm -hmm. uh, those books are written by Margaret Peterson Haddix. Yeah. So really, I have only read books by two authors this year. Yeah. Um, and they're two way different genres. <laughs> very different. Here's the thing about me. If an author has me hooked, you have me for life. Yeah, well, that's how I got you. I try to consume as much of your material as possible, as many books as I can. And I'll just, like, have a list and I'll start. That's not weird, though. That's the same thing of, like, going to the same restaurant. It's the same thing as, like, yeah. I mean, it, that makes sense. Like, you, they have a voice that you like, so like, why wouldn't you do that? When I started reading the Percy Jackson series, I looked for 
everything by Rick Riordan. I'm a little bit behind on his books now, but still, I'd be like, okay, I need, I need the next series and the next series. That's the only thing I don't like about um, comic books. Yeah, is that you find like a an, a writer that you really really enjoy, mm-hmm. and then you just like get sucked into that. So like uh, Jeff Loeb, I love Jeff Loeb, or um, Alan Moore. Like there's mm-hmm. so many different writers that I love. So like let's say that Jeff Loeb writes a great Batman. Like The Long Halloween is one of my favorite Batman stories. Right. So then you're like, okay, well now I like Batman. So then you read a different Batman by a different writer, and right. you're like, yeah. Hmm. I don't not, know if I like this. Not the same yeah. feeling. Yeah. So currently I'm reading three books. I am still on Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince as my audiobook. I don't get through those as fast as you do because I'm not in the car as long as you are. So I've and, not been reading them, though, since I have passengers lately. I've not been by oh, myself on the road. Yeah, that's true. And then, um, obviously, because, you know, you're on the road a lot this week and you accomplish nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Book-wise. I accomplished um, a lot. We filmed the majority of our first pilot episode for awesome. the TV show we're pitching. That's so good. And then I, did, I did some things. I'm reading another Lexi Ryan book. I'm, I'm re-reading a series of hers that I read last year. Can we do an episode where... Uh, where I I read the no! books. No, no, no. I want to read the books to you on the podcast. No. In like a sexy voice and see like your reaction. Don't look at the microphone like you're embarrassed. Baby. You looked at the microphone. Okay, but listen. Yeah. Have you, have I ever had you read? Yes. Yeah. I'll, it's I'll, highly inappropriate. I'll, I'll use, um, I'll use, uh, I'll become like a sexy thesaurus. Like I'll use different words, right? Right? I guess. Yeah, so like breast will be like birdies. Birdies. Know, and stuff like that. And I'm like, birdies. I'm like, he was feeding the birds. I mean. That was, that was, <laughs> that was dirty. That was dirty. That sounded weird. What? Wait, if breasts are birdies and they're feeding him. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> That's gross. You read gross books. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can't even say birds. So the other book I'm reading is called Homegoing by... I feel like I'm really going to butcher this name. Yeah, Gayazi. Uh, my friend Katie lent it to me. It's really good. Um, it's starting. It starts with a girl who lives in a village in Africa and it's uh it's fictional but it talks about the slave trade so it starts with her but each chapter is a different person mm-hmm. but it's all like people within her family so now i'm on a chapter where i'm i think it's her granddaughter is now a slave in america but it started with her marrying a white colonel and living in this castle and so it's just how things have progressed since her childhood so it's it's really good it's really interesting i like it a lot so those are my three that's my ebook my physical book and my audiobook what are you doing right now i mean uh i was just gonna say that i think that since we're talking about books uh-huh um we should give a shout out to somebody. Oh yes, I know who you're talking about. So give a shout out. We're going to you give a shot. Me, you showed me earlier, and I thought that was super <laughs> cool. Uh, let me pull it up so I don't get anything wrong. So this is someone I've never met, 
but admire um, and have kind of like watched like a really cool, really cool like career. It's almost it's almost like you. Well, like not. I wish I was that cool. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. It's like somebody's chasing a dream. Yeah, someone's and chasing it's a dream. Really cool and, to and see. It, it's it's cool to watch it unfold. So first, we want to say hi to Lindsay and Taj. What's up? Um, so Taj Mullins is a artist based out of Indiana. Uh, I, still? Yeah, they still live in Indiana. Oh, okay, I didn't she, know that. She works in Kentucky, but they live gotcha. in Indiana. So, um, Does he have a website that you know of? I don't know. Mm. Lindsay... You need to let us know. We we wanna we wanna plug our guy. Yeah. So, anyways, what's going on with Taj? I actually read a little bit of one of his books. Um, and he's written two more books since then. He has a character. His uh, first book was called "There's a Moose on the Loose." It's about a moose named Azul, and he has since then written two other children's books. One is called Azus. He's a ghoul, and he had a Christmas one out, too, and I can't remember the name of that. I'm sorry, which I still need to buy both those books. Yes, but here's the thing. Yeah, we're like, he's doing so great, but we're not supporting him at all. We're pieces of garbage. I, I bought the first book. Yeah. I just have buy to get now. a hold of her and buy the other okay, two. Okay, well, do, do that well, tomorrow. It's very early. The, the really cool thing that we <clears> want to <throat> plug for him and give a shout-out to is he has been working on music for the upcoming, I guess, reboot? A revival, probably. Revival of Blues Clues. That's so great, that man. Is that is amazing. So awesome. Out there chasing a dream and, and making it happen. I was so excited. Like, that just blows my mind because me and Lindsay, we worked together at the hospital. And he was, um, he, he's very artistic and he had a few projects going here and there. He was working on his first book when she was getting ready to leave. And that's when I bought the book. Mm-hmm. Um and just to see his progression has been absolutely amazing. Yeah. I love seeing people chasing their dreams and and getting them. Yeah. Now, you can tell by his content online, he puts in the work. And that's, that's what it takes, yeah. He works really hard. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that's what Do it takes. Do you know where people can follow him or anything? Does he have, like, uh, an Instagram? I am so bad about that because I follow him on Facebook. It's Taj Jacob. Mullins. Spell uh, Taj. T A H J. Jacobi, I think, is his middle name. I'm probably saying things wrong, but if anyone knows me, you know that I just can't speak or read or do anything right. <laughs> That's not um, true. No, but I mean, I think it's good to, to give a shout out. So, what does it say one more time? T A H J. Mm hmm. And then the middle name is J A C O B I. And then Mullins. Yeah, so... Uh, Are you looking on Instagram? Yeah, he has not posted anything at all on Instagram. Okay. No, nothing. So, I'm following okay. him now, but he has zero posts. So, look him up on Facebook. Then. Look him up on Facebook, yeah. Um, so, de- definitely check that out and help somebody, you know, continue to, to thrive and survive. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Um, some other amazing things are whenever people chase dreams uh, with movies. Yes. And, you know, I'm doing that, but we've been watching things. Yeah. What are we watching? Uh, 
the first thing that I need to say is that I am literally on my second and a half watch through of Peacemaker. <laughs> I've so I watched Peacemaker. I loved it so much. It is so funny. It is great. The storytelling is good. The story is line is good. It is one of those shows that's only eight episodes long and it gets better with every single episode i love it so much that i watched it all the way through and then whenever we went to nashville me and aj started again and then whenever we came home we started again because she hadn't seen it yet so now okay, we're watching i'm not it. even gonna lie i'm sure you told me but like you i don't always listen to everything you said i didn't even know this was a thing yeah it's so funny well i had <sighs> just i just watched it like starting like Last Sunday, I think. Oh. So I, yeah. So I watched the whole thing in a week and then started it over and now started it again. Jeez, Jay. Yeah. And in that same time, I also watched the entire second season of The Righteous Gemstones with AJ. <laughs> which is another show that is I so... feel like you guys did that in a night. Yeah, pretty much. I think we did it in like a night and a half. But dude, Righteous Gemstones is so funny. I don't know why I said it so weird. I don't but, know. But dude, it's so funny. <laughs> I love it so much. Peacemaker, though, I mean, I give that show like a... Dude, I think I give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It is that good. I love I'm everything really about it. I'm really enjoying it. It is so good. Um, and then uh, we did watch... Uh, we watched a movie today. What did we watch today? You already forgot. We watched The Stuff. Oh my God! Yeah, we so we've not watched. I need to forget. We've not watched like a bad '80s movie in a while. Mm. We've watched like bad movies that are just bad. Yeah. But like we've not watched like a bad movie that after you watch it, you're like, that was so bad, it was good. Yeah. But this stuff is so weird. It is so bad. It is so in incoherent. <laughs> it is so unmistakably. Bad. There. So we we uh have watched a few documentaries where it'll say you know this year this was this horror movie yeah. and stuff, and we've seen it mentioned a few times, but we kept forgetting to be like, oh, we need to go watch that. Right. Um, I can forget I ever watched it. No, it's yeah. no. Don't be like Come that. On. No, this was a movie no. that was bad enough that it it's good. It it was it was very comical in in places. But I loved it because there'd be things where they would say something, and I'd look at Jake and be like, "Did did I miss where they explained that?" Yes. So and, the documentary. Just before we go yeah. any further, the documentary. One of the main ones that we watched that um, showed us like all the movies basically that we should we should watch, like all the '80s movies and stuff like that that we really need to watch is. In Search of Darkness, and it, there's two of them now. There's In Search of Darkness, came out in 2019, and then I think it's like, um, it, what's it called? Like, Still In Search of Darkness or something like that, maybe? What are they on? Uh, or maybe it's just In Search of Darkness 2. It is okay. In Search of Darkness 2 that came out in 2020. These are on Shudder TV. Okay. So if you're a horror fan, if you like horror movies, yeah. good and bad ones, get Shudder TV. You can get it um, on if, Amazon Prime. Yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, it's one of those like a la carte <clears throat> channels yeah. you get and you so pay like five nine nine or something a month for it. Yeah, but what were you saying about the stuff? So they would say something and I would look at Jake and be like, wait, <laughs> Did I miss the part <coughs> where they explained that? No, I and think it was like no. Yeah, it's implied. 
It's like it's implied that he told someone what has already happened. Yeah. It's but like, they haven't. They they didn't tell them in the movie. It's just implied. Like yeah, uh, on the walk over here, I told them everything that's going on. So, it's and basically. Yeah. Did you say what the movie was about while I was looking that up? No. So the movie is about uh, some sort. We think it's an alien, but okay. it never explains For, it. First off. When you start the movie, it just starts. It just starts. There's, there's no, no opening credits. No opening credits. There, no there's nothing. No previous and there never story. is. No. There's never any opening credits. No. I kind of liked that though. <laughs> like I, it was a weird start, but but I liked that because yeah. it just boom, you're in the movie. I thought it was cool. Anyway, so the movie just starts, and basically what it is is some old guy is just, like, walking around at this quarry and just kneels down and picks up this weird white fluff that looks like uh, like marshmallow cream, picks it up off the ground, and just eats it. And he's like, this stuff's delicious. And yeah, oh, that's a, that was one of the instances I was, like, watching it, and I was like... Shoot, was I not paying attention? I was like... No, this is the first like, five seconds of the movie. And he's outside, and there's snow behind him and stuff, so I was like, wait, are they at, like, some kind of quarry or... or no idea. What, yeah. what is this? So Why he's is just, he eating stuff off the ground? So he just eats that, and turns out it's so delicious that, like, a company gets started, and they start, like, mass-producing this stuff that's just called The Stuff. And uh, people are eating it, and it's delicious, and it's everyone so falls in love with it. It's so good for you. There's, like, no calories, and, like, you're never tired. Yeah. And, and it just basically, like, turns people into, like, aliens. Yeah. Pretty much. It's so badly good. I would good. never look at marshmallow fluff the uh, yeah, same again. Yeah. It, man. It, I'm so, still going to eat it. Yeah. So we watched that. Um, uh, other than that, like, I... I uh, Supernatural, been rewatching Supernatural, mm-hmm. still been going through that. But that, I think that's all that I've really watched lately. I am kind of um, wanting. I watched two movies recently. Yeah, yeah, you watched. Uh, I rewatched Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Because I, I had seen a clip of Because you're getting of ready it. for World War Three. No. <laughs> I honestly had seen a clip of something on TikTok and I realized I hadn't watched that movie in a long time. But it was nice to watch in light of everything going on because yeah. <clears throat> we're seeing so many. Uh, amazing heroic heroic stories from the Ukrainians Um, and I was like I mean we've had people like that before so I had to watch them about a a time before yeah you just you were like Ben Affleck right (laughs) and then um, uh, oh Godzilla Godzilla versus Kong I had started, but I never finished it. There's something in it that I had no idea was in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I still need to watch that. I just you really do. It's not as so. It's I watched uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, mm-hmm. and with with each one of these monster movies, they get better and better. So I was really impressed with that one. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I can't wait for Godzilla versus Kong. It's gonna be even better, and it wasn't. Pretty big letdown. It wasn't a pretty big letdown, but it definitely was a, a little bit of a letdown. Just didn't live up to your standards. No. Sure. Especially yeah. after watching. But, I mean. I like, I like Godzilla Kong Skull Island a lot. Godzilla, King of Monsters. I mean, I had Mothra and everything in it. That was pretty dope. It's so. been a while since I've watched it. Oh, gosh. It's yeah. so good. Um, but, yeah, Skull Island <clears throat> is really good, too. 
I also just started watching a new show on HBO called Vice Principles. People have told me to watch it because I love Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. So people have been telling me to watch it. Uh, I'm on like the third episode now and I'm like, man, I wish I wouldn't have waited so long to watch this. Yeah. Super funny. So, um, yeah, that's what we've been uh, That's what we've been watching. We talked about upcoming shows. We've still not been playing board games. But we got a new shelf in our room, so some board games are put up. That's looking a little bit more organized. Dude, I cleaned our room a lot the other day. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. I'm on that. night five of six off, so I... I yeah. thought I got something done. Honestly, like, I'm looking at some games, and I think it's about time to break one out. If uh, if our room stays a little bit more organized like this, and I keep having stretches off yeah. like this, yeah. it's fine. My uh, work schedule was way too chaotic sure. for a while. There's just so many of them that we've still not played. Yeah. There's so many that we've still not played. Yeah. And then there's ones that I just want to... Re- like, Marvel Legendary mm-hmm. and Marvel Champions. I really like those. I and think- I You've think because I look at it and I get a little overwhelmed, so I'm like, I don't even want to mess with that. But we've still not even played that Joker deck building game. I, know. I haven't. Have you? No, it's still it's not been opened. Do we have Resident Evil games, Ascension. Yep, we have two Resident Evil games. We've never played those. We have played Ascension. Oh yeah, we have. We like that game. Yeah. We played it a lot. But we have Tiny Epic Pirates. We've never played Tiny Epic really, Galaxies. I'm not like too stoked to play the Epic games. So after um, Zombies, I was like, that was like for a tiny game that was way too much setup and instructions. Yeah, but I think every one of them is a little different. I so I think so. it's worth at least trying. But we we have been playing some really party like, games. Look at all these like Robinson Crusoe. We haven't played that. Yeah, but What's that's this Arkham Horror hard. game. Another game we've not played. We got... What? My mom got us a game for Christmas. What? Oh, Jumanji? So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we might we might bring down 2022. Yeah, we. I bet we have I bet we have 20 games we've not even opened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got, like, the Let Sherlock 13, like, the crew. Like, we have ones that we've opened and looked at, but then didn't play. Yeah. And then we have a bunch that are still on their cellophane. Yeah, so we definitely need to check those out. The so. crew? Yeah. It's over there, man. It's right there. Yeah. Oh. And we have Daybreak, Ultimate Werewolf. Yeah. One Night Ultimate Daybreak. Yeah. Yeah. So many. So, yeah. Zoned Out's new. Alien's new. Uh, Yeah, So, the next time we do this, me and Jake will probably have played Sequence. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Or Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. I have been playing that. Like, whenever I have time over at Mom's house, we'll play that. Star Wars the card game is one I really want to get into. I really want to play it. So, we definitely need to check that out. Um, So, yeah. Not really been playing games. But uh, let's do something we haven't done in a while. And now it's time for a mental health check-in with Chia and Jake. Or Jake and Chia, depending on who wants their name first. Yeah, so we've done a mental health check-in for a while, and I think it's because sometimes we feel like we're doing so good with our mental health that we don't think it's important, and we're mm-hmm. ju- it's like one of those deals where you're like, well, everything's good, so like, <clears throat> we don't need to do it. But sometimes other people, their mental health isn't very good, so I think it's good for us just to like at least take a couple minutes to just acknowledge the fact that mental health is real, mental yep. health is important. Um, <laughs> if you've not thought about your mental health for a while, maybe just take a second, step back, think about it, and be like, mm-hmm. am, like am I doing okay right now? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, one thing that uh, I'm thinking about doing is I think I'm going to schedule an appointment to go be checked for ADHD. 
I need that as well. Yeah. Uh, I've been avoiding it for a very long time, and yeah. I think I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Um, AJ also says I'm autistic. Me too. So, <laughs> so I, I, I was like, you know what, dude? Fine, I'll go get checked for that too. Because I don't know how wrong he is. Mm-hmm. So I think that it would probably make sense for me just to go be checked. Yeah. Why not? You know? So... And that way, also, if I'm not, then I could just be like, no, I'm not, dude. You made that up. <laughs> so. like, my mom had me tested. <laughs> yeah, my wife had me tested. So. Uh, I think if our whole family went in, I would not be surprised if we all got diagnosed with ADHD, at least. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, I don't know about Holden. That's what I was going to say. Him, Holden's him so maybe chill. not. Yeah. And maybe, also, maybe not and, Jasmine. Yeah. Um, and maybe not you. You don't think I have ADHD? And maybe ADHD. not me. <laughs> no, just <laughs> no, kidding. I was like, mm. No, I think definitely me, you, and Roman. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fine. Which is fine. That's what I'm saying. I would like, that's love why to it's know important. so maybe I could cope with things a lot better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's important for us just to kind of like know where we're at like mentally, mm-hmm. um, just being healthy. And also like here lately, mental health is tied in directly to like spiritual well-being and your physical health and everything. And I'll be honest, kind of slacking on both lately. Yeah. I've not really been like focusing on like my spiritual uh, self. I've not been focusing on my healthy self. Yeah, this is our year of health. And I've not done anything. Yeah. Like, I've, I mean, I've done some. Like, I've definitely been, like, I have been more conscious on my mental health. Like, I've been checking in with myself some. Mm-hmm. And I have been doing things to, like, um, get me better. Like, mm-hmm. I have been, and, and this may sound like, uh, like I'm just doing, like, things that I like. But, like, I have been going and getting massages whenever I feel like my body's out of whack. Yeah. And, you know, we have been, like, trying to, to go do things like that. But, like, I just need to just go a little bit further with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we just, you know, there's not really a lot for us. That, do you, I mean, I don't want to speak for you. Uh, How do you feel? I mean, this past week, great. Um, up until this <clears> week, <throat> though, I was very mentally and physically exhausted. Yeah. I just felt like I could not get caught up with anything kind of get caught up with self-care any housework that i had to do anything at all but it's because my work schedule was so crazy being a nurse is great working three 12-hour shifts a week that's great however i was in kind of this limbo where our my employer had wanted us to sign up for overtime Mm -hmm. and i was okay with that but then i was getting caught off for all my shifts but I didn't know until like an hour before, so I couldn't plan anything, and that was stressing me out. And then I'm also a night shifter, which anyone who's a night shifter, you know that it is better to be scheduled all of your days in a row than to have like a day and then one or two days off, and then you work two days, and then you have one or two days. It it's just can't be sporadic like that, especially when they do this thing where you'll work a day, have a day off, and then work two. That day off, you literally can't do anything right. at all. All you do is sleep because you can't get off that schedule. So I opted out of the overtime incentive which took away my bonus that I was going to receive but I had to be like well is that money more important or is my sanity more important and my sanity was yeah that's you taking care of your mental health and then um the way the schedule lined up she did fix it to where all three of my shifts every week are in a row 
And so I did, I worked last Saturday, which counted as that week. Mm -hmm. And then last week I worked um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, which is why we only had that short little episode on Sunday. And then now this is night five of six off, and I feel like a totally yeah, different you this, person. You needed a good reboot. Um, well, you know what AJ always says is that sometimes people forget to put themselves on their chargers. Yeah. He's like, look, dude, he's like, you, you know, if you use your phone constantly and you're not putting on a charger, then your phone's going to die. Yeah. And he's like, the more you use your phone, the quicker you have to put it on a charger. Yeah. So if we're, if we're working ourselves so hard and we're doing all these different things, and then we still think, Oh, well, as long as I go to bed tonight and I charge the same amount of time that I always do, I'll be fine. But if you've, used it then you need to go to yeah. bed earlier or, or longer or whatever well and that was the thing is like even when i would have maybe a three or four day stretch off we were going out of town with you or we had some prior commitment or something yeah i literally had nothing planned for these six days off so like that first night wednesday i didn't go to sleep until noon that day and i slept till 6 p.m mm-hmm. and then i went back to sleep at 10 p.m and i woke up at 5 30 in the morning the next day and i was like Holy cow. Yeah. I am very different. <laughs> yeah, you just needed to be on the charger a yeah. little bit more. So, yeah. Well, I think that's great. Let's uh, let's take this moment to thank some very special people to us. I don't know why I speak so I don't strangely. know. I'm like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the Patreon Blessed Ones. Yeah, so of course we love you guys, and we wanted to say thank you to everyone who helps us out on Patreon. It really does mean a lot to us. We say the same thing every week, and I don't want it to make it. I don't want it to sound like it's just like, well, now we have to do this part. Like, I'm saying these things because we really do mean it. The fact that these people take the time out to actually pay for the show, even though it's a free show, they believe in what we're doing. They believe in supporting us and just helping the show be better, and just like. That is such a great way of saying, hey, by the way, I really enjoy this art that you're making, if you call this art, you know, whatever. I enjoy this thing that you're creating. Thank Mm -hmm. you for doing it for free. Here's a little bit of uh, cash every now and then for it. So um, very special thank you to... Veronica, Shan, Fawn, Danielle, Lindsay, Pam, Jared... That's, that's it. it. Yep, that's it. Anonymous backed out. I was like, whoa, be, yeah. where's Anonymous There used at? to be Anonymous, but they were we like, probably I'm probably said something bad about them. Probably. It was, like, <laughs> we were, it was probably somebody that we talked about specifically on the show, and then they were like, you know what? That's why I was Anonymous. I knew they didn't like me. So, <laughs> But that's fine. I get it. Like, There's other people that have like donated a little bit, and then they've backed out a little bit later because something came up. It's totally fine. Like Again, the show's going to continue to be free. Um, we just really appreciate it. We love everybody that is doing this. Um, and we love everybody who's not too. Like, it's just, it's very, um, yes. Yeah. We're doing tots. You could have just asked. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate it. You're going to say we're not doing tots. Why are you saying everything that I'm like secretly saying to you? Stop having secrets. That's how how we're going to get more people on Patreon. If they're like, well, she's a liar. (laughs) You know? I'm not a liar. You're, she's secret. I just didn't she's know we secreted. were doing tots. Well, yeah, we are going to do tots. Uh, speaking of which, as a matter of fact... <laughs> and now, time for tots. The topic of the show. 
It's time for Tots, baby. The thing that Chia doesn't want to do, but she's going to do anyways. I'm just really sleepy. Look, we're doing... And this is how it always gets. I feel like you make me rush Tots. I don't make you rush And the tots. thing is, Tots are the best you if you let them... You were so long-winded no. about tots, yourself in the beginning of the show. I'd tots, be ready for Tots. Tots are best if they're slowly cooked and nice and crispy. That's mm. how people like Tots, and that's what we're going to give them. Do you know how I like my Tots? Through a drive through window. Hurry up, give them to me, I'm going to pop them in my mouth and leave. <laughs> You're a piece of crap. <laughs> so, Jeez. I mean... I don't make tots very often. I order tots quite a bit. Oh, and you're just one of those people that just think they just magically happen. No, tots I don't. Tots doesn't just magically happen. No, I don't. There's a process to tots. The first process to cooking a perfect tot <laughs> is to go to Jake and Chia Rubel's Blessed Ones and, and <laughs> vote on what the topic of the show should be. Yeah. Now, previously, awesome. last week, we had a couple different ideas. Yeah. There was a few things that people could vote for. Worst best movies. That was one. We possibly could have talked about the stuff. But guess what? No what? one voted for it. Aww. No one wanted it. They said, I don't I don't care if it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. That's all I care about. Strangest Video Games was another one that you could have voted for. Okay? No one cared. I, wa- I would... Somebody did. It looks like somebody cared, Chia. Oh. I wanted to talk about that, but that's <laughs> fine. I'm going to bring it up every single week until we can talk about it. <laughs> if not, no big deal. Weird Phobias came in second place. I feel like that would have been a fun one. I was going to make you research that one Dude, and teach I me. Dude, I so would have. Yeah, so Weird Phobias is one. I would have referenced Monk as much as I could have. Yeah, 100%. However, we did have a winner. We had a winner. Out of all the votes, we had a winner. What was it? Conspiracy theories that... Were oh, true. Geez. No, conspiracy theories <laughs> that became true. Okay. Ones that people thought was you're such a. This just is a, just gonna fuel the conspiracy people out there, anyways, because they're like, see, see, they are true. I'm gonna keep thinking these things. I just I don't know why you have to go. Why can't you just support me in my dreams? I I support you. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. We're gonna talk about something real okay. quick. All right. We're gonna talk about something called Project Sunshine. Okay. You ever heard of Project Sunshine? I haven't. All right. Well, um, this right here is something. Let's think of body snatchers Ooh. from the 1950s. Okay. okay? All right. Uh, a lot of people. Okay. Real quick. Don't do a creepy disclaimer. Voice. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the Alex Jones voice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, disclaimer. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Per se. Okay. I do not research a ton of conspiracies. All right? We don't research a ton. At all. (laughs) That's just... Uh, There we go. So, what I'm about to give you is probably the telephone game version of conspiracy theories. Ooh, nice. I'm going to break this sucker down for you. I don't want to make it my style of conspiracy theory. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Just pull it just a little bit closer, but yeah, I can hear you fine. So basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain to you what these what the uh, what people thought was happening, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to tell you what really happened. Okay. Or I'm just going to say some stuff. No, say. Okay, like, I'll read do it like that. Okay. From the thing. So, um, Project Sunshine. Basically, Project Sunshine is that uh, for years. Um, since the 1950s, people thought that the government was stealing dead babies. Okay? So mm-hmm. the people thought that they were mutilating dead bodies, mm-hmm. and babies in particular, because they were testing radiation. So uh, one thing, nuclear testing, basically, is what they're mm-hmm. looking for. So they're wanting to do tests on 
Um, uh, specifically, you know, places that have seen atomic bombs. Mm-hmm. But they've also been wanting to go all over the world and mm-hmm. do this. This is a conspiracy that people, that basically the government is stealing babies. Um, turns out, they're correct. They were stealing babies? They were stealing dead babies from grieving family, fam, <laughs> familias. From families? From grieving families. Families. How? You say grieving families. Grieving families. That's just me. That's uh, something I have to say in my line of work. Oh, so. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, that is sad. So basically, yeah, they're going around and they're stealing dead children and experimenting on their bodies to see... Dude, this is dark. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we're kicking it right off with probably the darkest Good one. God. Yeah, how crazy is that, though? And then, like, the thing is, it's been proven now. Like, it's proven that they're doing this. So, or that um, they did this. They're not currently doing this. I don't know. Uh, I would assume no, because I think, like, Clinton um, released files and everything whenever he was in office. Like, he released files showing what was going on. Um, but like, Good for him. But uh, the Australian uh, Ministry for Health and Aged Care actually launched an investigation into reports of Australian baby samples being dispatched for Pro- Project Sunshine without parents' permissions. That's that's Dude. the so like to me, I feel like if you're doing that, if you're doing experiments and stuff, okay, fine, whatever. But you're doing it on bodies of children. And their parents are not giving you consent. Well, no, because for the most part... Most parents would say no. I understand that. However, like, what do you need... Like, I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to be, like, dark, but, like, like, babies die... Like, babies die in, like, orphanages and, like, stuff like that. So it's kind of like... It's like they... I feel like they were being lazy. Well... Like, they didn't care. I do agree with that because I just seen an article where this woman... um, (laughs) This is such a dark episode. I know. But something she likes to do is she will go to morgues and claim the unclaimed babies. Aw. And give them a proper burial. Yeah. And... Well, that's nice. Yeah. So she... She, she has them cremated, and then she has these really pretty boxes, and then she buries those. Okay. And she'll invite other people to come. And you're about to freak me out. You're like, because she has them cremated. I thought you were gonna say she has like tiny little urns like all on these shelves oh, in her no, house. Oh no, no, I'm like, no, That's no. freaky. No, she buries them. Okay, I um, like that. That's pretty cool. But so yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, there there was other routes you could have. It's wrong. It's all wrong and weird. Um. But yeah. So this this thing that I'm talking about though, this was in the in the 50s. So yeah. it's still not going on. I think yeah. it only took place in the 50s. Um, you so- realize someone's going to take a clip of this and post it as brand new information. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, but like more than there are conspiracy theories. More than 1,500 cadavers. More than 1,500. Most of them babies. Were taken weird. from half a dozen countries weird. in the fifties. That's that's out of control. Really, Just to see really. See how radiation also, would affect them. Yeah, it was. Um, if you if you feel that that um, that is that needed, 
maybe you should just know radiation's bad. Yeah, well, I think it was. <laughs> I think it was one of the deals. Like they were trying to see like um, the study of like the absorption of a specific uh, chemical, uh, strontium ninety something like that. It was like a specific thing that they were testing to see like. Uh, how does the body absorb this into like tissue and bone? Mm. So that's like that's pretty wild to me though. Yeah. Again, that's pretty pretty it's wild. Up, man. Yeah, because here's a, another weird thing is sometimes they weren't even taking the whole body. Whose job was that? That's weird. Yeah. Quoted in the article is bits and pieces. Ew, Jake! Right? That's weird. That's weird, bro. Well, so Super much weird for to this me. being a laugh podcast. I, I'm just trying to bless people with information. Mm. All right, let's keep going. But, you know, whenever it comes down to it, conspiracy theories, they're rooted in one thing for the most part. And what is that one thing we don't Paranoia. trust? Paranoia. <laughs> oh. What's that one thing we don't trust? Oh, the man. The man. So, I thought you were going to say, what's that one thing that it's all rooted in? And it's paranoia. Yeah, but these but, are these are times yeah. that people were paranoid and yeah. it turned out to be true. So sometimes... The man. We don't trust the man. Sometimes your paranoia is valid. Check your mental health. All right. So the second conspiracy theory we're talking about is government mind control. All right. The conspiracy is that the CIA was testing LSD and oh, other hallucinogenic yeah, drugs on now. Americans in a top secret experiment on behavior modification. Yeah. So, but the thing is, for years, people didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. People didn't think that the government was trying to do this. Well, turns out they were. Mm-hmm. There, there was an experiment that they were conducting called MK Ultra that they were doing uh, in the 1950s and into the 60s. Um, there's been. Um, some very famous things come out of this experiment. Basically, what it was is mostly uh, like college age students. They would go into like colleges mm-hmm. and stuff. They would have them come into a room. They would dose them with LSD or, or you know psilocybin, whatever. They would give them um, drugs to make them hallucinate, and then they would study them. They would give them tasks to do, and they were trying to see if they could uh, basically control them with mind control. Me and Mom were just talking about hallucinogenics the other day because we were talking about how, you know, like if you had a guided trip, yeah, it actually can be very beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's why psychiatrists uh, like fought to have uh, like shrooms mm-hmm. uh, legalized in places like Colorado and everything yeah. is because if you do it correctly, what? it can help you. PTSD is the big one. Yeah. It can help you with PTSD. Uh yeah, because I forget what what specific thing we were talking about, but we were talking about that, and she was like, you know, out of all the times I did LSD, I, I only had maybe two bad trips, and right. she's like, because, you know, I started, you know, dropping LSD every weekend, starting when I was like 13 years old, and I was like, Jesus, Mom! Different time, you know? <laughs> Different time. I always, I mean, I always knew... She dropped acid, but oh, I I've had many conversations. Little, I thought she was a little older. Nah. I didn't realize she was thirteen. Yeah. I was, was like, the, "Good God!" That was like the most interesting thing to me about your mom when we first met. So those were like the early conversations I had with your mom. Uh, Which, so do you know why? Been like early seventies. So. Yeah. Do you know why the CIA started MK Ultra no. Project MK Ultra? It's because they were convinced that communists had discovered a drug or technique 
that would allow them to control the human mind. So basically, they just thought there's no way people would be communists. The communists have to brainwash them. Wait a second. How can we brainwash people? I was going to say, yeah, they did brainwash them by, you know, certain... Uh, psychological tactics and propaganda and stuff. But yeah, then to take that and be like, wow, that's a great idea. Let's brainwash our people, which we probably have been to some extent, but whatever. Yeah, so basically um, it was ran by a chemist um, that was named Sidney uh, Gottlieb. Gottlieb? I think Gottlieb? it's well established. We can't pronounce names here. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And then uh, also, and then journalist Stephen Kinzer, who spent like several years investigating the program, um, he called the operation the most sustained search in history for techniques of mind control. So out of all history, MK Ultra is like the most researched. Hmm. Um, they really, really did their best to get this one right. Um, some of the experiments that they were doing, they were like. Uh, covertly funded at universities and research centers but there was also some that was conducted in American prisons and in detention centers in Japan, Germany and the Philippines so it's not like they were just doing this at universities Mm -hmm. they were going to people who had no say in it for the most part well I was going to say you you really just going to universities isn't the best place because you've thought about this (laughs) no you have people who, yes, they're young and they have open minds, but they're impressionable anyway. Sure, sure. Whereas you go to a detention camp and someone is absolutely desperate and, and needing um, a way out, it'd be easier to figure out how to control them because they're trying to get to a better life. Would you just... Get there, babe. What is happening with you? You're just slowly I'm, I'm shutting looking, down. I'm looking for the words. They're there. I swear. I'll give you a flashlight. So, Find back them. Back to earlier when I said I was tired. Yeah. This is my 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 charger dying. You wanted I'm to do dying. the podcast now. I wanted to do the podcast. Okay. But you now. just always do this and make it my fault. Well. All right. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, I want you to keep going because now I'm invested. <laughs> <laughs> See? So uh, m- many of the, the subjects, though, that they were working on, like the prisons and stuff like that, obviously they were unwilling to work with them. However, they didn't really have a choice. They endured uh, psychological torturing. That- <laughs> what, are you laughing at Are you laughing at the way I said psychological? <laughs> yes. Psychological? Psychological. No. Psychological. No. Psychological. Need, we're done. You need to listen to how you said that. I'll listen to it right now. Okay, yeah. I went back and listened to that. That's pretty ridiculous. I don't know why I said like that. It's like I got a hitch in my giddy up. <laughs> I had a hitch in my speak giddy up. It's psychological. All right, psychological. So anyway, psychological. Come uh, on there, Jake. So keep on reading. Many of them uh, endured psychological torture ranging from electroshock to high doses of LSD, according to uh, the research. So, uh, And then according to Kinzer, uh, the journalist. Oh, that's something else we were talking about, that uh, electric shock could actually be beneficial as well. Uh, well, that's a different uh, that's a different story for a different day. Uh, so Kinzer, the journalist, said that uh, Goten got Goten Gottlieb got got Gottlieb. I'm just gonna say G-Man. 
There you go. All right, so uh, we're not talking about the it might FBI. be a woman though, so I don't know. So I'm just gonna call, it, but still, G-Man. G, just uh, G. Now this is the 50s. That was a man. G-Man <laughs> uh, wanted to create a way to seize control of people's minds, and he, yeah, he. So there we go. There he realized go. it was a two-part process. First, you had to blast away the existing mind. Second, you had to find a way to insert a new mind into the resulting void. Oh Jesus! We didn't get too far on number uh, on number two, but we did a lot of work on number one. Oh, literally saying we went in and wiped people's mind and just never put anything else in that is out of control this is government funded the government was just going in and just wiping people's minds this doesn't shock me as much as the other one yeah i know we don't know how many people died but a number did and many lives were permanently destroyed he says dude what if they actually did figure out the second step and we have had our minds altered I mean, maybe. Who knows? After uh, MK you didn't Ultra, do a good job with me. Yeah, after MK Ultra shut down, uh, uh, G-Man actually went on to lead a CIA program that created poisons and high-tech gadgets for spies to use. Weird, weird. Imagine that. <laughs> um, obviously, um, there is some very famous things that came out of this. However. Uh, the people who volunteered for some of the experiments and began taking LSD, in many cases, found it very pleasurable, mm-hmm. obviously. They told their friends about it. Uh, and who were these people? Well, one of the most famous ones, of course, was Ken Kesey, uh, the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's oh, yeah. Nest. Got his LSD in an experiment sponsored by the CIA, by MK Ultra, by Sidney G-Man. So did uh, Robert Hunter, the lyricist for... The Grateful Dead, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, which went on to become a great purveyor of LSD culture. Allen Ginsberg, the poet who preached the value of the great personal adventure of using LSD, got his first LSD from Sidney G-Man. Although, of course, he never knew that name. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I can't say it either. So, um, yeah, that's the thing. A lot of stuff uh, came from it. Um, but... Uh, they also experimented on uh, people in prison that were kind of famous. Whitey Bulger. You ever hear of Whitey Bulger? No. There's actually a pretty good movie about it. Whitey Bulger was a pretty well-known gangster. Uh, Whitey Bulger was one of the prisoners who volunteered for what he was told was an experiment aimed at finding a cure for schizophrenia. As part of the experiment, he was given LSD every day for more than a year. Jeez. He, he later realized that this had nothing to do with schizophrenia, and he was a guinea pig in a government experiment aimed at seeing what people's long-term reactions to LSD was. So that, that's, just, that's crazy. Essentially, could we make a person lose his mind by feeding him LSD every day over such a long period? Bolger wrote afterward about his experiences, which he described as quite horrific. He thought he was going insane. He wrote, I was in prison for committing a crime, but they committed a greater crime on me. I was going to say, like, you were going insane, though. Like, you were being driven to insanity. Yeah. Ugh, that is wild. So that is the second, second conspiracy Okay. We're only doing five. Okay. All right. I'm not doing a long list this time. We're only doing five. I because I wanted to be able to spend some time on them. Yeah. So number three, the conspiracy is that the Dalai Lama is a CIA agent. So this was true. I was gonna say, keep in mind everything I'm telling you is okay. true. 
So the conspiracy is uh, is true in this case. So I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, because the real truth is that um, the Dalai Lama. Uh, I can see him working with the CIA, but not being an actual CIA agent. But there's different Dalai Lamas, isn't there? I don't think so. No. Yes. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that the Dalai Lama is the Dalai Lama. Yeah, but they have. It's kind of like the Pope. So the Dalai Lama gets reincarnated. Um. Okay. Well, then that's well. Then yeah, this we're Dalai Lama. Yeah, the 14th Dalai Lama. Yeah, but this Dalai Lama has been the same one, right? Since what? Uh, the 50s, 40s? Since the 40s, probably? I don't know. I would assume since the 40s. <laughs> just, I just love the, the research. Anyways, while I, you're looking that up, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about this. So, um, <clears throat> in the 60s... Oh, yeah, 1940 to present. Okay. Okay, so it's, yeah. been, so it's been the same one this whole time. Okay? Yeah. So, basically... What happened was, uh, so when Chairman uh, Mao announced the liberation of Tibet as a top priority for the newly founded People's Republic of China, Mm -hmm. the Dalai Lama was uh, like 14 years old, right? Okay. So um, although counting by Tibet's lunar calendar, uh, he was actually 15. So he was 14, 15, somewhere in there. Um, So the first troop... uh, uh, that w- the first troops that went in was at the end of 1949. I don't know what any of this has to do with anything. But a year later, which would be 1950, because that's how time works, <laughs> uh, the Tibetan army was completely routed after a short campaign by China's People's Liberation Army. Following this, on November 17, 1950, the Dalai Lama was proclaimed temporary leader uh, of his country. A further six months on, and the 17th point agreement for the peaceful liberation of Tibet was signed by a delegation of Tibetan negotiators in Beijing. Up to that point, the only window on the outside world of the Dalai Lama had uh, was just a series of like roughly weekly meetings over a period of around six months with uh, the Austrian adventurer uh, Heinrich Herrer. So, like, very sheltered life, basically, is what we're mm-hmm. saying here. Uh, doesn't know a lot of uh, what's going on outside. So, um, so it's a uh, remarkable irony that the Dalai Lama's introduction to the modern world came from a former member of Hitler's SS. Hmm. It was uh, Herrer who subsequently put the Dalai Lama's brother in touch with officials at the United States Embassy in India, who hatched a plot with the CIA to spirit the Dalai Lama out of Tibet if he would first publicly, uh, some uh, he had to go basically before the public and say that he was going to do something specifically for them. Um, but the Dalai Lama declined to do it. He said, I'm not going to do that. No way. Um, on the grounds that it was not clear that America would give wholehearted support to Tibet if he did. Mm. So it was um, it was a, a moment that, like, uh, this was, like, the introduction to the Dalai Lama to the CIA, basically. So uh, let's keep going a little bit here because some things happen. Obviously, uh, it's not like just uh, the, the CIA shows up and just starts cutting checks, right? It's not the way this thing happens. However... Sometime between then and now, 
The CIA has funded the Tibetan resistance to the tune of $1.7 million a year. So they gotta be getting something out the of The CIA is giving $1.7 million a year to the Tibetan resistance. Hmm. Now, here's the thing, though, is that... Uh, the Tibetans figured out mind control? No, it is, <laughs> a, it is a way to disrupt the uh, China's infrastructure. Mm. It is a way at, at just digging a little bit at that. So, that's their plan, at least. That's what they're trying to do. Mm. So, um, but yeah. Making some pretty good money. Because yep. uh, a little bit of change there. Oh well, the Dalai Lama himself, uh, from what I'm I've read, mm-hmm. like a hundred and eighty thousand dollars is what the Dalai Lama is getting. Jeez. I, I don't know. Next time he comes to Bloomington, maybe I'll, I'll ask him. What he spend it on? I don't know. He don't do nothing. The most the most perfect silks you could ever see. I mean, probably. Yeah. But you know, he comes to Bloomington. Yeah. If they're perfect silks, though. They last a while, so how many you need? So here's, um, this is a very dark episode, because I'm about to get dark again. Oh, God. All right. Um, The conspiracy here is that Canada developed gaydar. What? And we're going to say this is true? So, uh, the conspiracy is that Canada, the Canadian government, Uh was so paranoid about homosexuality... That it developed a gaydar when, machine. When was this? Because they they legalized same-sex marriage way before we did. Well, not in the 60s. Because in the 60s... They, they changed their tune awful quickly. Yeah, well, maybe because the gaydar worked a little too well, you know? So, uh, it says, In the 1960s, the government hired a university professor to develop a way to detect homosexuality and federal employees. So he came up with a machine that actually measured the pupil dilation uh, in response to basically same-sex uh, erotic image imagery. So if your pupils dilated a specific way, you were turned on uh, by this imagery, then you you were gay. So they actually uh, the Canadian government used it to exclude or fire more than four hundred men from but civil service, the military, and the Mounties. That doesn't mean like you're actually gay. That's duh, Chia. <laughs> duh. That's not. Yeah, it's a little deeper than that. <laughs> but in the '60s, they were just like, look. So they developed thing. a gay are obviously like it doesn't really. <clears throat> Say if someone is a homosexual. Do or we not. have a Do we have a machine that can peer into someone's soul? No. Then no, you can't. <laughs> it's not gonna work. It's just so funny because, like, growing up, that was something like that was a joke that kids would make. Yeah. Turns out the government heard that so joke wonder, and was like, "Wait a second. But I did the government hear that joke, or did people no? The joke hear probably came from the from, from the government that. thing. Yeah. How wild is that, That's dude? That's weird. That was a real... Th- People lost their jobs because of it. That's weird. And I just looked it up, and same-sex marriage became legal in Canada in 2005. Right. So it was quite a bit before us, but quite a bit after this incident. Yeah. So that is insane to me that the government... The people lost their jobs. That's wild. And I bet never were compensated for it. Oh, God, no. Lives were ruined. God, no. Yeah. Horrible thing. Gosh. 
for right, one, this, this la- the, you know, go ahead. Uh, who, who you're sleeping with has no bearing on uh, oh. on your job performance. Huh. But then the the inaccuracy of it's it, so ridiculous. where you have some dude going home to his wife and kids who he thinks is smoking hot and being like, hey, I got fired today because I guess I'm gay and I didn't know it, but the gaydar says I am, so. Yeah, government doesn't lie. Hmm. <laughs> All right, this is the last one. The Illuminati and the U.S. government. Oh, well, we all know this is true. Do we know this is true, though, or do we think this is true? We know this is true. How? What proof do you have that it's true? Just because you think something doesn't make it true, Chia. Because of the amount of people who come out against it. It's all word of mouth, yeah. This is the one, to me, that is the most in our face as the government telling us you can't do anything. Yes. This is the most... This is the most... Uh, like um, oh, it's hard. I don't. I can't think of a good analogy. But this is just like so ridiculous to me that the the people don't believe it. That they don't think the Illuminati is this, real. This is putting down the most delicious piece of cake in front of somebody, and, and then telling me, telling them that it's a sandwich. Yeah. 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 And, and then just going, no, it's a sandwich, or or just saying there's no cake in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. So the conspiracy is that a secret society that rules the the world, the yes. Illuminati, and the U.S. National uh, Secretary Agency, which is NSA, are in cahoots. Mm-hmm. That's the conspiracy, that they're working together. The truth is, it's true. Yeah. It's proven true. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know the proof? Yeah. Well, Other there is... Jim Carrey trying to tell the world... Well, the Jim Carrey didn't say that the Illuminati was NSA. Oh. Jim Carrey just said that they're real and that they control everything and that they're that uh, society is put in a position. Anyways, um, there's a direct link. There's a direct link to the Illuminati and the NSA. Do you mm-hmm. know what that link is? Hmm. A real link. If you go to a computer and you type in Illuminati backwards.com, so you type in the, you just spell Illuminati backwards. Mm-hmm. And then you put .com, where does that take you? To the NSA website. To the NSA's website. Wow. That is such an in-your-face thing. It is yeah. so ridiculous that they're just like, okay, let's really mess with some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does NSA actually stand for? NSA is the uh, U.S. National Security Agency. Okay. So, security. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But also, the Illuminati doesn't just stop, obviously, at the NSA. Uh, there's famous personalities, actors, actresses, and performers. Meanwhile, the royal family is in a league of their own since there are 18... Uh, that's something completely different. But I don't know why they put that on there. That was rude. Uh, <laughs> probably the Illuminati. So, uh, that's... I was say, don't bring the royal family into this. Dude, I've had conversations with... Uh, some of my friends who are way more famous, because mm-hmm. I'm not famous at all, but some of my friends who are, like, pretty well-known, they're on TV, they are very well-known. I've had conversations with them about the Illuminati, how I'm freaked out by it, and they're like, yep, you should be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sleep well, children. Thank you so much for listening to this episode <laughs> of Laughing Be Blessed. Uh, I know it got kind of weird, but you asked for it, because whenever I said, what do you want to hear, you guys went on Jake and... Sh- 
Chia Rubles Blessed Ones, and you voted for this one. Dude. If you want a lighter episode next week, maybe vote for something lighter. You can that add was, stuff, too. Yeah, you can add if stuff. If you don't like our suggestions, yeah, add fine. something. And by our suggestions, she means mine, because Chia literally just walks in, sits down in a chair, and, and, just, and is just pretty and beautiful and wonderful, and that's all she contributes. And that's all I need. And that's all she needs to do. So thank you for listening to this episode of Laugh and Be Blast. If you like this episode, you know what you should do? You know what you could do? You know what help us out? Why don't you review it? But only if it's five stars. Give us five-star review wherever you're listening, especially Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and leave us a little review and say, this show's so much fun. She has the best hair ever and she smells like uh, like raspberries. And uh, Jake's a pretty neat feller and he's got a cool beard. Uh, say whatever you want. Just make it nice. If you uh, if you have an issue with the show, if you don't like it, just message us at uh, jakeandshe at gmail.com yeah, and let's, just tell let's us. Let's like... I take care of this like yeah. adults. Yeah, okay? don't, 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 don't just leave us a one star. You know, like help us out here. Let's, let's you grow. Don't run your mouth, cause they, we can fix it. But if you, yeah. if you sit there and you tell everyone that we're poo poo, then we're just gonna poo poo on you, bro. That's right. So uh, we'll come for you. Yeah. So also share the podcast with a couple people. Let's continue to grow. We've been growing and we like that. But let's let's blow up. Let's blow it up. Let's do it. So, uh, thank you so much. We love you guys. We really do appreciate everything that you do for us because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't just, well, we'd still do this. Yeah. We'd literally still do this if there was like five I have, I literally have no idea who listens to this or how many people. I don't ask them for the numbers, so for all I know, it's really just our seven Patreon people. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much. Have a great week. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday. Uh, hopefully, yeah, I'll be back Sunday. Yep. So we'll do an episode next Sunday whenever we get back, and I'll talk all about my trip with Jason Muse and how much fun we had. Uh, a little spoiler alert: I rented us a theater on the uh, on the Saturday that we're in Huntsville, Alabama. I rented us a little theater that way we can go watch. Uh, the the watch Batman. A mo- we're gonna watch a little movie together. So, because uh, that's the kind of guy I am, I'll rent a theater and we'll go watch it together. Mm-hmm. Without me. Sorry about that. All right, guys. Have a great week. Uh, Take care of yourself and your mind. And uh, do something uh, healthy this week. Do something, you know, maybe maybe eat a salad. Just treat yourself. Yeah. Maybe eat a salad one day. Or don't. I don't care. Just whatever. Don't eat a salad. You're you're a hip, hip person, and I love you, and I appreciate you. Go rescue a book. And just remember, above all else, just try to just... Laugh and be blessed.